Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast, brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Okay, so we are talking about one of my favorite topics, WordPress page builders. I know, right? Yeah, they're flooding the market, you guys. And there is a reason for it. People want them, they need them, they love them. Uh, And I'm going to just scream out loud that these are really not for developers. Uh, We're going to leave that alone. After that, but I don't know. I I think developers who want to deploy things quicker uh, and don't want to repeat things probably see the value in these. I think they're awesome. And I'm super excited because we have Ben Pines of Elementor on the show today. And Elementor is one of the more recent page builders sent to the marketplace. And holy moly, this thing is beautiful. And like the core plugin is free. And the base plugin does a ton. I'm just super excited. It's beautiful. I've been playing with it. And yes, I'm going to do a post and video. But until that comes out, enjoy the interview with Ben Pines of Elementor. Ben, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Kim. How are you? I am great. This is awesome. So for the listeners, let me just share. I mentioned I had done a recent podcast um, talking about visual editors in general. And you are the, the CMO of Pojo, right? But you guys have created Elementor. It's like yeah, the, right. yeah, the latest, greatest uh, visual builder to enter the marketplace. So I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I'm uh, very excited here. <laughs> okay, great. So, sorry. I know I kind of left a little. You left you hanging there. But let's talk before we jump in. And and I know the the goal of this show is really to talk about Elementor. Um, but can you talk? You guys have a premium WordPress theme place, right? Uh, you build premium WordPress themes as well. Exactly. Yeah, that's how we got started in the WordPress uh, business, actually. So, is your background because you're the CMO? So, do you do? Uh, were you a developer as well, or do you focus primarily on marketing? What's your background? How did you guys all come together? So I actually, I've been working on uh, Elementor and the project team for a year now. And I come from a marketing and SEO experience. I've been uh, in SEO about 10 years. And, you know, 10 years ago, WordPress was uh, really undeveloped. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it was more of a blogging. Uh, people wouldn't believe that the uses they do it. They do with it uh, today. I know. Uh, I wish so, I had taken screenshots of the dashboard. Like, I'm sure you can find them online, but I've only been using it for about eight and a half years, but it was pretty raw. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember it was one of my first SEO jobs, and my boss, I used the, I already used the WordPress to create, you know, blogs and websites. And my boss, uh, he told me that this is a blogging website and it has no future. <laughs> but I still created a lot of websites with it. You know what? I had a um I hired a coach too, and in like two thousand eight he was big on using front page and I was totally that's when I had found the WordPress chick. And again, I'm not a developer, I just love using this stuff. And he's like, Meh, WordPress. Guess who's using WordPress now? <laughs> yeah. 
So actually, in the in the last few years, uh, I owned my own business, uh, and I'm also not a developer. But uh, you know, when you own a business, you do everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my main focus was uh, WordPress sites, and actually, about two years ago, I ran across uh, Pojo, which was a new company uh, here in Israel that focused on the themes, uh, and I, I was actually a user. Uh, so uh, as the years went by, uh, last year I, I joined the team as uh, as the marketing uh, expert, and uh, that's how actually the uh, I mean the the company itself grew into uh, WordPress, and it became a major player in a major uh, theme company, and then they shifted into uh, Elementor. Okay, that was a very that was a good segue, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that worked out really well. Trying so, to cover like you know two years in one uh, one single sentence. <laughs> yeah, but you know what made me think of it too is there are a lot of people who I think um, you know they get they have their own business and they become sort of fanatical about great products and stuff. And so you're not the first person that I've heard of that starts working with a company that you've connected with and you use their products. And it just seems to be a really good fit when you're that fond of what somebody's created. Yeah, I think the the story of the owners of of uh, Elementor is is pretty interesting because they started out themselves as uh, a studio, a design studio, a few years ago, creating websites for you know top brands here in Israel, and they really grew as a company. And uh, they reached the point where they thought, okay, we're creating over and over again. Um, themes again and again. Why why not just create a theme that our clients can use? And that's how they uh, created Pojo. It was really organic. They sold the company, stopped everything, and created a whole new company called Pojo. And then again, it happened. I mean, they were building a, a theme, and they noticed that, you know, the DIY uh, industry, uh, you know, with Wix and Squarespace and Weebly, all those players... They were just 10% of the market, and they had excellent builders. I mean, if you compare them to WordPress, they had really good builders. So they posed the question, why? This is strange, you know, because WordPress is, you know, 25, 26%, I think, of the of all the websites in the world. Mm-hmm. Why can't we have a decent website builder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's I- how they, they thought of creating it. So a year ago, they started uh, building this amazing plugin. Okay, so that yeah, that's a great segue again too. Is again, so great. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you, you could run this interview, but so with you know, it's interesting because, and I want some of your opinions on this. And of course, we're going to dive deep into Elementor. I have made you know it, no secret that I'm a fan of visual builders because I think it makes it so much easier for uh, the user mm-hmm. to maintain their sites. It, I think it makes it that much faster for people to develop and deploy sites if they're working with clients. Um, and I know that there is, like I've said, I'm not a developer. And so there's been an argument of, oh, well, you know, I think coders don't like builders. Do you have any thoughts on that? Because I think that, oh, they yeah, slow sites down or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, first of all, a few years ago, there was the same objection to using, you know, any CMS. I mean, I remember when <laughs> yeah. I had, I had one SEO client that actually used uh, HTML to create the entire his entire website. It, it was a moving website. It was thousands of pages of HTML. Ugh. So that's the first uh, leg of it. I think there's a there's a second 
more important uh, point, which is that the internet has changed. The, the marketing needs have changed. I mean, it's become a lot more competitive today. So people need to create a lot of landing pages uh, and people need to, cre- to redesign their homepage, their services page constantly, uh, yeah. create an, more and more blog posts. So it's really, you have no choice. You have to use a page builder because, because they save a lot of time. So even if it's, you know, it's not you, you're the cleanest coder and uh, you're the strictest, uh, you know, coder. It's just, it's not possible to stay competitive and create designs over and over again that are winning in our high quality and look great uh, without using builders. That's, that's the fact. I, I totally agree. And the other thing is, I think, unless, like, I, I never did maintenance for clients. Like, I have a couple people I, I work with, but I work with them more for ongoing marketing than I do WordPress maintenance. Um, <laughs> well, it, it's just, it's not really cost effective. And I know that there's ways that you can do, you know, a lot of automation through managed WP and tools like that. But I'm like, just go subscribe to WP Curve and like, you know, get that stuff done. But for it, like you're saying, the end of the day, in terms of being able to create things quickly and effectively, you know, to do to, I, I I don't know personally, it's like I don't want emails all the time about can I change this, can I change that. I think it's much more empowering for somebody to be able to do that. And like you said, you know, you you can't deploy them quick enough. Things are changing too fast. So, um, so let's let's jump in directly to Elementor and. So they decided to start creating this, what did you say, about a year ago they've been working on it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So did this come from a need for them, or did they just see it was the opportunity, like you mentioned, of why aren't there any builders out there? Uh, well, they ha- we had experience with the, with the Pocho themes. They had a, a builder, a back-end builder, which was very popular, and that's part of the success because people loved it. Um and uh, yeah, and it was natural to proceed to a front end live builder where you can, you know, you don't have to switch back and forth. Um, so I think it grew from a need, um, the client need, and as well as an opportunity to to develop something that really is better and uh, and is front end and live, which is uh, you know very needed. Yeah, it's you know it's funny as I remember um when Divi had come out and it was like I went I'm like this is making this is doing my head in because it's all it was on the back end and of course they're now launching a front end. But yeah. so you know I'm curious what did because there's now you know there's a handful of builders out there we've talked about a little bit before this and just the ease of use with Elementor is awesome. So anybody listening, you know, if you struggle with stuff there are so many draggable elements that it's like, make it bigger, make it smaller, make it bigger, make it smaller. And those little, little things. So I'm, I'm curious how they went about deciding, you know, what elements to include, you know, I mean, what was that process like? Well, that's actually a really interesting process. <laughs> so it's a good uh, question that you gave me because uh, both founders of uh, Elementor, one is a designer and one is a developer. Okay. And it's like a chance. Uh, that is very, um, very lucky for them because yeah. <laughs> it enabled, it enabled to every decision that was made, it was a struggle, you know? It's like a battle of the, of the experts. So the developer wants to go to, to, to their, um, you know, to their needs, which is, uh, 
uh, you know, cleaner code and uh, very easy to use. And the designer wants to keep everything that uh, he wants, like high-end premium designs and really a modern look. And, uh, you know, the, the, if one side fights strong enough, then that side wins. So that's the, the best way <laughs> yeah. I can explain the, the process. Yeah. All right. And it works. And well, so th- they- that, that process really works for us. Well, I think it, it is kind of the, um, I don't know. It's like a match made in heaven. I mean, I can't imagine <laughs> having two, de- cause then yeah. you'd have, first of all, if, if you had the founders were both developers, you'd have to go outsource the design anyways. And, and while you can hire someone to do stuff when it's your own company, there's a lot more investment. You know, you've got a lot more interest yeah. in it. Um, yeah, there, there still was a lot of work deciding on, on things. There was, there, there was a lot of, uh, uh dilemmas. One dilemma was uh, deciding if to make uh, you know floating uh, toolbar with the with the setting the floating panel with all the settings or make it uh, a sidebar. In the end, we decided on the sidebar. Uh, it, it's a really long. One day I'll publish a, a post about it. <laughs> well, yeah, because it is. <laughs> it's funny. It's one of those things that yeah, there's there's multiple ways you can do it and. Um, because sometimes you have to dive deeper into it, but yet every every element that you test or edit, it it's it's all right there. So I want to talk a little bit about just what do you think differentiates Elementor from some of the other visual builders on the market in terms um, of, in terms of use. Let's start with that one. Okay, so the first thing that pops to my mind is the, the speed. So we actually this speed was very important for us. Uh, and we gave it a lot of thought. And the origin of the speed is this, the the code. So we keep you know the strictest uh, coding standards, and we managed to create a really faster page builder. And it's so you don't think about it, but when you drag an item and it takes a while to load, this is so frustrating to the user. Um, so. We, so this is one example. We have the, the instant drag and drop. I think speed is, is, uh, is one major aspect that uh, will uh, feel so natural for the user to use Elementor over other builders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speed also connects to the live design. So it's front end, but it's not just front end. It's front end where you see it without you know pressing. I, I just today, we sent the, the email with MailChimp. And I noticed that you make a change and you have to press update. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. In the, in the MailChimp uh, builder. Um, and this is, w- this was very important for us to have everything live. So we even did an update recently where you can also test it out, not in the preview mode, but exactly in the, the edit button. So you put a, a gallery on the page and you can, Click through the the images while you're still on edit. Um, and one one other thing, because I have a list, but I won't go into it. One other thing that is uh, very important to us is uh, reaching the high end page design. So when you browse the internet, you see today a lot of um, a lot of uh, websites that look the same. You know, they're boxes with images and text. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah. About? So this was a goal for us. No, we want a high-end page designer uh, websites that you build with an Elementor that could be displayed, you know, in uh, awards. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I love it. Sorry, <laughs> keep going. 
And the final thing that I, I can say is the template library, which we launched today, which uh, I think we're the only free uh, page builder, open source page builder that allows for uh, a template library. We have 20 beautiful templates that are free to use. Um, yeah, they are gorgeous. The entire, They're really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and cool. the entire project, you know, is open source and free. So that's also a, a big plus. Okay, so that brings me to another awesome segue on your part, um, but is how, in terms of this being free, I, I mean, is there a monetization model coming? Is, is, are they just, cause this is a lot, I, this is a lot of work. I have dipped my toes into plugin development, obviously hiring developers, um, but the amount of support that goes into plugins and keeping something current, it's, it's, uh, pretty intense so what is the monetization model for this if there is one well first of all we had two objectives when uh, we create the, the, the idea to create it and release it as open source in the beginning was really to create a you know a major force a major page builder which developers in the wordpress community kept developing and adding um, you know um, extensions and the uh, compatibilities and the other, of course, is, is a marketing uh, advantage. Uh, and we do have a plan to release the pro version, which is more for the high-end, uh, you know, top developer that wants everything. And this will be released in the next uh, few months. Yeah. Oh, good. So are there, I mean, which, you know, it's funny as I was thinking about that, I'm like, I don't know, it comes with a whole lot. <laughs> so um, I, I'm curious in terms of what are, can you share any of the elements that'll be part of the pro version? Because again, like everything seems kind of built in. Uh, well, you know, there's a lot of things that uh, are, I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't share any specific thing, but uh, you can always go, if, you, if you've delved into, you know, plugins, you can always go deeper and, and um, offer more. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what, we plan to do so we we won't we will never you know take anything off and we will always keep adding as we've been adding uh, new features in the last two months but uh, we will delve deeper into you know more elaborate uses of each uh, of each widget and add more widgets and more capabilities so it's gonna be cool (laughs) yeah well no it's and it's just for everybody listening i I mean i'm gonna link to everything obviously and if you're listening to this through, you know, iTunes or Stitcher and not on the site, be sure to check out the post because I've, I've got some videos in the post as well. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I, I can definitely see some opportunities probably for, I don't know, some marketing elements and the email opt-ins and whatnot. You know, one of the things that, yeah. um, I have seen quite a bit with some of the page builders and, and options there too is you have, uh, third party people that start developing is that going to be something that you guys have thought about or in terms of letting other people create add-ons this is something we thought about from the first you know from the start this is why we want open source Mm -hmm. we totally build on uh, translators and developers uh, and elementor has already been translated into a lot of languages i think uh, something like 10 languages wow and we've really gotten a lot of support from uh, the translators and the developer the community. And we still haven't released the API, but once we do, I'm sure uh, it's going to even uh, develop faster. 
Well, yeah, I would think too, because you can now you can um, export. Can you export entire pages, or is it certain elements that you can save? It, but you can save you can your own page templates, right? Pages and sections, yeah. Nice. You have so, a specific section as well. Okay, I, I'm just taking notes as I do this because I want to make sure to include it. So for everybody listening, well, you know, this is one of the things that, and you know, I forgot to bring this in in the beginning, and I'll include this in the post. But Elementor works with posts and pages. And custom post types. And custom post types. Okay. So the beauty of this, and it's interesting because, you know, I, I, I'd been a little bit of a stickler with posts because I kind of just get in my own rhythm and I'm writing and whatnot. At the same time, there are certain posts that are nice to have consistent formats, such as a podcast post, right? That there's always going to be certain elements that we include, include in the posts. And so, you know, elementary would be great in terms of creating a specific type of a content element that, you know, for the listeners. So I usually have a tendency to do sort of an introductory paragraph. I do questions I ask, maybe some tweets. And then I do, you know, things you're going to learn. Then we do connect with the audience. There's usually a call to action, iTunes, all that stuff. So if I could just drop those elements into the post, it would be that much quicker with what? Yeah, with one click. And I now have a couple podcasts, so it, this is going to be this is going to be huge. Have you? What are some neat things that you've seen people do with um, Elementor? The effects that we have are are really neat. So people started sending me uh, things that they did uh, with the, the background overlays and the drop shadows, which is unique features that we have. And there's also a, a YouTube channel of some guy. I think he's in England. A really talented uh, person that create he created a lot of a lot of um, uh, YouTube videos about uh, tutorials about the uh, plugins. Mm-hmm. So I think when he when he reached uh, Elementor, he got hooked. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in the last two weeks, he, he he came out with about three really amazing uh, um, tutorials, and the last tutorial was about. Uh, um, the background overlays, which lets you create, uh, you know, like uh, you put an image and you put the text and uh, you create a, a really nice look and feel. You should check it out. Yes, uh, so kind of like basic, like having filters, right? Like you get to Instagram your images on your page. <laughs> yeah. You know, like about uh, a few months ago, I wrote a, a post on the blog. I'm also like the content marketer. Uh, in the company because we're still a, a small company <laughs> so i wrote a post about creating a you know featured image and uh, i wrote about you know you need to go to um, to canva or to one of those uh, image tools and actually i was surprised because one of the features of elementor was actually to create this to create all these uh, effects uh, of animation and everything without any plugin and uh, simply with with a page builder and then you can save that image for your featured image to pull for sharing is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. It, uh, you can put it, you know, in the in post itself because you can't it's not very good to to export with, but if you want to use it on pages or uh, you know on other websites, then it's fine. Well, that's huge especially considering, you know, you use cuz there's a lot of different visual I mean, I use Canva, I've got Snappa, I've got a couple different things I've Photoshop, whatever I need to do. But then, know, they, they have they have their place. I mean, they uh, they're mm-hmm. not. I'm not talking about uh, replacing them or something like that. But I'm talking specifically about when you write uh, when you create pages for your website. Then yeah, you can you can definitely use Elementor. 
Well, yeah. What my my point is, I was you know, like Google Plus will only pull up an image, like you, unless you go manually post to Google Plus. Um, you know that that's and not that I use it a ton, but it's Google, so I'm going to share. <laughs> um, you know, so that's that's great that you can create these nice images within the post uh, that then will automatically get pulled. Uh, that's fantastic. I just love the drag and drop. It's so fun. You guys are going to have to definitely watch the video because you know it's funny. I have to be super honest with you, Ben, is like, there's this part of me that feels guilty because I use a couple other page builders, but I'm like, there's room for everybody. And I definitely, you know, I, I think there's, um, and I know the, uh, the other creators and stuff, but I just, I love this space. And I think the opportunity, I mean, this is kind of a random question, but where do you think this, like, in terms of, you know, like you said, go back to WordPress and people thought it wasn't going to stick around. And so today, where do you sort of see builders and sort of the future of websites in general? I mean, do you think there's going to be, this is going to continue to grow? I mean, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but. Um, I actually think that it is going to grow. I mean, WordPress is going to grow and I think it's going to be more elaborate. And I think uh, it's going to be, it's going to develop as an industry. That's, you know, it's, I can't, as you said, I can't uh, tell the future, but <laughs> I really think that, th- that something is shifting and something is happening and people are today are um, building more and creating more with WordPress and the plugins that I see are, are amazing. And I think this industry is, uh, in terms of communities, is very strong and uh, I think it's, it's gonna, gonna grow. Um, well, I do too. And I just, I think, especially when you have, you know, it, again, it, the, the and people are really nice to each other in this community. I think it's the only <laughs> community people are genuinely nice. Well, you know, what's funny is I think it's different and I hate saying this cause I don't mean to be, you know, I am not anti-developer. Thank God there are developers and because I would not have a business without it. But at the same time, people are just supportive and they want to make things easier. And what's neat is to see like with your founders, you've got a developer and a designer. And so they thought, let's make this easier. Let's make this better. And I I would assume same thing. It makes, it makes deploying sites for them that much quicker as well. And so you have developers who are creating these tools because they see that let's, let's, what do people want? People want visual builders. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, there, there might be some sort of um, objection of uh, at, fr- at this stage, objection of designers to this sort of uh, solutions. But I think in the end, they will win. I mean, we will win because uh, it's it's so much faster. I mean, if you think about going from you know from Photoshop to uh, to a live page to PS- PSD and to a live uh, web page, it can take you know, days and, uh, it, it really shortens the, this, this time to, to take, uh, you know, the, the, the Photoshop images that, uh, or the, you know, InVision prototype that you created and just create it on, on, uh, on the fly with Elementor. Um, so uh, have you tried this? I, I mean, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. Here's the thing. So this is cause I'm testing it on, um, KimDoyle.com, which I had a Genesis theme up there. So if anybody goes there, it just, there's nothing. I'm not really doing anything with it right now. But at the back end, so the thing is a lot, what I love too about Elementor, um, and I'll tell you where I was running into an issue, 
is that a lot of the Genesis themes now, it, you know, it's like the the default, like the full width page is is pretty narrow because I'm sure that's extremely responsive for mobile and how that, that looks and whatnot. But yet sometimes I then have to go do another page template to get it to overwrite it. If that makes sense, you know, it's like it's so narrow that if I drop a page builder into that page, it doesn't do it justice. So in terms of making it full width and making it really display correctly... I'm starting to get away from just pulling Genesis out, which I have been, I, I build a lot of stuff on Genesis and it's pretty much all I've ever used because I've gotten so used to it. But at the same time, um, everything with Elementor, I, I think for me, it's getting used to the panel on the left hand side. Um, and then, which is funny. I mean, Thrive has a panel on either side too, but it's that it's just automatically paying attention to, okay, then if I want to go into the advanced or if I want to change the style, it, but it literally was like, okay, in a couple minutes. Oh yeah, wait, I got to click on the style tab, but, but it's not, I'm just floored at how easy it is to use. I really, really am. And, you know, it's funny because I tend to be, um, I'm a very visual person. So I like the fact that the builder, um, has icons with, like, here's an image, add an yeah. icon, you know, all of those things. So even the the panel itself has icons on it as well, which I love. So, yeah, no, and I, like I said, I, by the time this post goes live, I will have some videos within it, and I'm going to build the homepage and a few other pages just to start with, because the site uh, that I'm using it for is not super deep. I'm not creating a ton of content on it. I, I actually, I, I so uh, can sympathize with you, because I felt the same uh, way. I mean, using a... I, I used to use a, a, uh, one of the page builders. I won't name which one. That that had you know the text. It had icons. Uh, it didn't have icons. It had only the boxes with the text. You know, image and text. And uh, and I had to read <laughs> the the text in the icon and and then drag it. And it's it's a drag. You know? Yeah, it's, it's much easier just to see it. And and I, I, it's one of the things that I that I really. It's a small detail, but uh, I also uh, I also love it. I think uh, in the in for your uh, previous question, I think there are uh, you know two main users um, of this sort of page builder. Uh, one is more one is less sophisticated, just wants you know very simple tool to create a, a, a landing page or or a website page without a lot of planning, something simple and. It's great for that because we uh, we have a really friendly UI. But you also have the advanced designer that wants you know the more advanced capabilities and creating uh, more high-end uh, page designs. And I think it's it also caters to that need. Uh, so I think th- this this is like the uh, the direction that we're taking. Yeah, well, I think so too. And my guess is. Once people start, have you gotten a lot of feedback, user feedback in terms of maybe features people want or what would be helpful or what would be easier? Yeah, yeah, we do. Can, is, we do. It, is there anything, can you share anything that maybe somebody has requested or? Uh, you know, the, there's a lot of uh, requests. One request was to change the direction of the sidebar to make it right instead of uh, left. <laughs> to make it, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, there. Most features, mo- most questions that we get, we already, I don't know, we already kind of um, uh, have thought about. So it's just, you know, we have uh, a limited time to 
make a lot, make more features and make it uh, more elaborate. I think one of the major features that people were talking about was uh, the template library because you create a page with Elementor and you want to, you know, you want to use it again on another website or on the same on the same page. Turn the home page uh, quickly to a services page. And uh, that's why we worked hard for today's release, which was the template library. Yeah, and the pages are really beautiful. That was one of the first things that I was thinking of would be fun is to see when you start having third-party, you know, other people start adding the, the, the templates there. Because I can imagine that designing the templates and then making sure that it works with Elementor correctly, you know, that, that takes some time. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> That you guys have done this, and I'm still truthfully, I'm I'm really really floored uh, that it's free. <laughs> so for everybody listening, if you have never tried a Visual Builder, forget the fact that it's free. I mean, Elementor is awesome, and it's it is super easy to use. And so so Ben, do you you create a lot of content? I know you shared a couple of posts with me this morning and some videos. Do you create a lot of content for the company? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our main strategy, you know, was. Uh because we are based in Israel and uh, we want to, we can't go to every WordCamp there is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so our strategy was to focus on really premium content, uh, and we uh, we do it with the actual content, with articles that we wrote, and also uh, with videos, like tutorials explaining how to do a lot of things. Because a lot of people they download the, the the page builder or the plugin and they don't they're not uh, they don't get around to using you know 10% of the capabilities yeah uh, so this was very important this was like my main focus to get to get videos done and I'm very happy that uh, I was uh, like I was obliged by uh, by the owners and the uh, and we really managed to create a lot of tutorials, and uh, it's getting it's getting uh, some uh, attention. I mean, it's working. Well, no doubt. I I think content marketing is the easiest way to do it, as opposed to just a sales page. Um, yeah, I I just I'm I'm in awe of the the posts and stuff. I mean, this is so easy to use. So, can you share anything? So, when is the pro version is coming out in the next few months? So, is that safe? To, so obviously before the end of the year? I think so, yeah. And is that going to be, are there going to be different, and I don't know if you can get into pricing, you don't have to do uh, dollars, but in terms of, are there going to be different licenses with that? Or, you know, because the pricing model is a whole other conversation with this. And how did they, how have you guys decided to to go about pricing this? And again, you don't have to get into that with us in terms of the actual cost yet, but is it going to be a subscription? Is it a one-time purchase? Renewal? What's that going to look like? Uh, I'm actually actually don't know yet. <laughs> I think we're gonna, you know, pick all the details of, of, of pricing and how it will work. I don't want to say something that will we will change in the future because I know we've already changed some of the things we thought because we saw how you know how people responded to it, but. Uh, I think it's safe to say that uh, it's it's going to be convenient. I mean, it's going to be convenient to and affordable, you know. Yeah. Like 
No, that's great. I mean, I, well, I, I, it's I, all I about know. the mystery, but it's just uh... all kinds of mystery. Well, everyone's just going to have to, you know, to make sure to subscribe and, and stay tuned. And so, um, where, so obviously, I mean, I'm going to have all the links to the download. Where is the best, pe- where's the best place for people to subscribe or stay up to, up to date with everything that you guys are doing? Well, the two addresses that uh, I recommend is the, the newsletter that we send. Uh, and the YouTube channel. Okay, so I'll make sure to put both of those links uh, in the show note. Yeah, the, yeah I think the, we have already like 12 uh, tutorials that uh, really are, people are commenting and remarking that they're uh, helpful. Okay, great. And just for clarification for the listeners, so Elementor works with any theme and any, ins- so there's no like known theme conflicts or anything. Yeah, we work on, it works on any theme. Uh, we usually recommend, uh, you know, people uh, ask us about the free theme. So Generate Press is a great theme you can use. Uh, and yeah, all the major plugins works fine. I, I actually I uh, wrote a piece on uh, Caldera Forms. Have you, you know? Uh, Caldera Forms? Yeah. Um, it sounds familiar, but I've not used it. It's uh, by Josh Pollock. So it's really, uh, I wrote a piece about it, about using uh, the forms. Uh, and what I found, it it really worked, you know, uh, you know, uh, instantly when I, I didn't have to do any modification, anything. And that's because uh, that's a plugin that was also built with a really nice uh, code standard. So it uh, just just works. Well, now I'm excited because I have to go check that out too. Well, you know what it is? It's, I think anytime you can have something, and again, you know, I've, uh, used gravity forms and just have it, you know, years. Um, and, but yet there's so many new tools. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep up with them. Um, but if there's something that works out of the box with something else, it, it's kind of a win win. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think when you start using any plugin, you, you get a feel. I mean, if it's intuitive, you sometimes don't think a lot about the effort that was put into it, but just making something, you know, as intuitive and and uh, something that just works and you understand it really quickly. I think that I, I that's what I've learned in the past year that it takes a lot of work. <laughs> uh, yeah, it well, you know what's funny, and I often say this, and there are so many great like theme companies and. And WordPress themes out there, I stuck with Genesis because once I had it, I was like, I, I don't have the time <laughs> to go deep into yeah. something else, you know. Um, but that's the that's the you know, quality is, uh, is is pretty uh, rare. Yeah, I mean, uh, in, in when I first uh, joined the company, you know, I tried out a lot of because there are a lot of page builders, so I tried out a lot and was surprised at how many of them really sucked. <laughs> it's hard to say, but and. In any in any plugin you use in WordPress, you get a lot of uh, of plugins that it looks like the the developer didn't spend a lot of time thinking about things about the design or the UI or uh, how it will work, speed and the, you know the and I think that's one thing that I've learned is you know to every tool that you test out and check out uh, to make sure it's it's good. That's something that people uh, toiled over. Well, I think to your point with that is, you know, just like when you were saying, you know, initially that um, the the fact that 
the the owners. You got a designer and developer, so you have people with bringing different perspective, and then from bringing a marketing perspective to it as well. Because I, you know, I've used plugins and stuff where if your target audience is you know the everyday user and not a developer, you need your tool tips should be in everyday language. You know, everything needs to make sense from the user, right? And it's so where something might make sense to a developer, that does not mean it's going to be intuitive for a user. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, and that, that's something uh, that I, you know, I, I went into, I joined a company that had a developer and a designer and I was the, you know, like the marketing side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I put the, the focus on, on, uh, I, I pulled the rope on my end. So like I, one of the things that pops out to my mind was when we created the video, we had to create a, a screen, a, you know, a, a screenshot of the, an image for the, for the video, for the YouTube. Oh, you mean, so instead of like dragging over a video, like it wasn't just a boring no, box. No, I'm, I'm talking about the, like when we created the tutorial. The oh, YouTube oh, tutorial. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you have to have a screenshot. So one of my major, you know, uh, like uh, things that I put my foot down was to have an, an image, <laughs> to have an image of a person that uh, that's, you know, it's known in marketing that you need to have an image of the person to make it more appealing so people will click. <laughs> so I really had to fight. I, I had to fight for this and I won and, and it proved uh, correct. It, it was the right decision. So I think the, the this balance between marketing and design and development is is very important for a business. Well, it is because at the end of the day, you know, it's funny as I earlier, I don't know, it's probably the very beginning of this year, I was working with a Facebook ad agency and I learned a ton um, for for ads and whatnot. But one of the biggest takeaways that I got from it was kind of to go back to some core direct response marketing principles, right? So understanding there's a psychology in marketing and, and understanding copy like from the human perspective. So like your point to simply adding an image of a person into the, you know, the, the video thumbnail, it, it's key. And it's, it's like, you don't think that those little bits are going to make a difference, but they, they really add up. Yeah. I think every person that goes into marketing, uh, really wants to, to get it, you know, to understand how, how to do it and to progress really fast and create these uh, elaborate, uh, marketing plans. That's what happened to me. And I think what, what you're talking about, about like scaling back and looking at the small details, that's where the, the answer really lies. Because, yeah. uh, yeah, because marketing works What there are, you know, uh, you have a lot of options today. You have Facebook and Google and, uh, direct marketing and, uh, whatnot. And, uh, it's a lot of choice and it's hard for the, for, to decide what, what uh, you're going to use. And uh, I think if you scale back and, and focus, and you can actually pick something random because it all works. Yeah, if it you, all works, but you have to work it consistently, right? I you, you have to what you choose. You need to choose and uh, and focus on it, and really put the effort to 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 make it uh, make it great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's those kind of those fundamentals. And I, <laughs> my listeners are probably tired of me saying this because I keep joking. Like I am never going to get on Snapchat and not against it. I just don't, I don't, I don't have any more time in my life to, yeah, man- yeah. to manage I- another platform. It's like, I'd re- I'd rather really 
scale the ones that I'm using and have an audience on already or the same thing, you know, for, for, (laughs) it took me long enough, but to get really back into email marketing and measuring what's working and being consistent with it. And so, um, yeah, I think it's those little things. And so, you know, what's funny is, go ahead. There, there's a, there's a trend now, uh, with growth hacking, you know, Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not gonna badmouth growth hacking, okay? But the, the idea is that you um, like test out small um, like small campaigns on different venues, you know, and test out what works for you, and then scale it uh, to create this large company. I don't think it works. I don't think like because this is exactly the you know uh, the, the less professional way to do it. I think if you even pick random. Uh, one one venue, one uh, one uh, campaign, one way to to advertise and and stick to it and do it correctly and do it great, it'll work. It's it's funny that you said that about the growth hacking. I started working on um a post because I've done I've only published one thing on Medium, um, but I really enjoy writing there. And I was talking about hacking. I'm like, I'm not interested in hacking everything. It's like <laughs> life hacks, growth hacks, this hack, yeah. that hack. And it's like, at what point can you, can you just do it? <laughs> right? Like everything is like this quick fixes hack. And all of a sudden you forget that part of the process is going through getting to where you're going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a, st- uh, a joke by a stand up comedian that he said, that you have the micro the, the microwave that saves you time, and you have the you know the fast train that takes you faster. But then you get home. What what are you gonna do with all the time? <laughs> <laughs> all the time you save. Well, so yeah, it I was. Think- <laughs> I was just gonna say I have a um, some spiritual authors and stuff that I listen to, and they say the same thing. It's like you know you don't go on a cruise if you're des- if you're if you're only going towards your destination, and you start in Seattle and your end destination is in Seattle. You don't get on the ship and the the captain says, okay, we're in Seattle. You can get off, right? The point yeah. is to enjoy the seven days in between. Right. Which which spiritual uh, guys? <laughs> uh, Abraham. Do you listen to them? I listen to one podcast, which is uh, Tara Brack. Oh, yeah. Um, 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 don't. I read one of her books. I read one of her books. Um, oh, dang it, yeah, Ben. Yeah, honesty, I'm going to forget it, but I listen to her. Hon- I like her a lot. Uh, honesty. Something with honesty. Yeah, there's yeah. something about that honesty, and but it just is like I I don't know I'm all about the journey too. So um, Ben, I'm so excited for you guys, and I will definitely, obviously, be sharing with the podcast. But before this comes out, um, I, I'm gonna play with it and share it, and um, I'm excited to see where this goes. Is there anything else you want to leave the listeners yeah, with? And uh, no, just to go ahead and download it and tinker with it and uh, and use the the library that you just uh, released today. See what I mean? Great guy, huh? I'm super excited for them. I love seeing where this is going. I love how he joined the company. Um, and so if you want to check out Elementor, and again, this is for you guys, just go to the wpchick.com forward slash Elementor. And that is E-L-E-M-E-N-T-O-R, like mentor, Elementor. <laughs> As always, guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a fabulous day. And if you haven't, I would love a review in iTunes. Oh, and I need to, let's see if we can do this quick enough, give a quick shout out 
to a recent review. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, recent review from Christy Simmons in the US. Thank you so much. Left me a five star review. Totally made my day, Christy. I should have given this shout out in the beginning. I'm sorry. But thank you so much for listening. You guys have a fantastic day and I will catch you next week.